What's up, beer drinkers? Man, we got a special show for you this week. Sorcerer Chromatic was in town, and we were able to record live for the first time in, I don't I couldn't tell you how, how long. It hadn't been over a year. And so that was a lot of fun, and we got to share the same beer. And we both have, you know, our unique experiences drinking said beer. And it was a special beer that I had in my refrigerator for four years. I think uh, since I moved out here, it was sent to me by our good friend Lauren Young over at Drake's Brewing in San Leandro, California. Anyway, so that was a lot of fun recording the show, and I hope you have fun listening to it. Of course, we have our beer news, wherein I talk about the collaboration between PepsiCo and Boston Beer Company. So I'm sure you heard about that. So talk about that a little bit. And we reveal this year's Bourbon County brand stout variation lineup. And that'll be coming out November, Black Friday, every Black Friday. So they announced it and we discussed that. And then at the very end, we reminisce on some of our old favorite times of recording the show together. So it's a quick, easy, simple show. I loved it. Couldn't be happier to have him here. Um, miss him greatly since he left. So we will be um, we'll be together soon again, though. So I'm not sure if we're gonna the next time we're gonna record live again. So I just want to treasure this as long as I can. Okay, that's enough. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and untap search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at coldbrewpodcast at gmail.com or the best way to do it is through our DMs on Instagram. So without further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew. What's up, Chrome? It's our turn, baby. Beer reviews. We got the Gucci is beer news. We Gucci, baby. This ain't our job, <laughs> but we're still fly. You know we the fly. Barely pay our rent, we still pay cause our all our money is spent. Hey, you know that's right. On barrel eight styles mm. and barley wine. That's barley wine, though. We raise a glass Just to all you. heroes who have passed. R.I.P. Sports TV. Talk about anything, anything and again. Right. We do what we want, cause we're cold brew. We're cold brew, baby. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Ah, uh, well, I'm I'm good. Uh, and I'm, you're here. Yes, actually, I am. I'm more than here because I am. <laughs> I'm in the Valley of the Sun. <laughs> and how are you feeling in the Valley of the Sun? Is it cold enough in the studio today? No, it's not. It can never be cold enough. <laughs> now, I, uh, I, I, I'd like to add, I'm the home of the Western Conference champions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the NBA. <laughs> the NBA, the, yeah, the, the Phoenix Suns. Yes. Yeah. God bless them. And you asked me earlier how what it, what it was like during the run because... Man, the expectations were, were soaring in the beginning of the finals, right? Right. And it was pretty palpable. Like, after that, after the Bucks won two games in a row and, and tied up the series, and it was, then it was, right after that, it was the best of three. It, it, I felt a lot of tension in the Valley. People were still, 
semi-optimistic. They, did, they didn't want to get too far down because, you know, it was still like, you know, any anyone's game at that point. But, man, I, I just felt a lot of... I, I felt this valley get deflated. Oh, I, I, I totally see that, obviously. Yeah. I mean, uh, to just... I wouldn't call it luck, but things were really lining up for them, you yeah. know, as far as the, the, the league went and... Uh, or not the league, the, the season went and even the playoffs. Now, you know, I, I don't like counting oh it's because this guy was hurt um you know they advanced chris however paul, it, yeah chris paul seemed like he was playing hurt in the right, last couple games right no i was talking earlier about the lakers oh yeah. how they got there yeah how they yeah. got there. yeah but you oh. can also say the same thing about the bucks of like if uh what do you call it? the the nets weren't right yeah weren't hurt exactly well like, then well i mean i called it with the raptors and the warriors I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Back in back in yeah, the day. Yeah, I mean, I called what it was. I mean, like the Raptors would not have won if KD and, and Clay were were healthy. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you shit, know, even if it just Clay was healthy, you shit, know, shit, shit happens though. Right, I mean, exactly. and you have to play the team in front of you. It's not their right. fault they got hurt. Exactly. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. I mean, so you came down, or you came, yeah, you came down because you live north. So you came, you and your fam, our family came down here uh, for my daughter's birthday and. It gives us a chance to. Uh, we haven't recorded together in a while, and we could drink the same beer this time. Oh yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we got a special. Let, let's 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 get to the beer, because we have a special beer that I've been saving for four fucking years, dude. Four years, jeez. 2017. This is from Drake's Brewing out of. San Leandro, California, and our good friend Lauren Young, uh, who works at Drake's, she used to be at Dust Bowl, now she's at Drake's, still there. Um, she sent me this a long time ago with a bunch of Drake's beer. Now Drake's is available here in the valley sparingly right now, but hopefully more um, to come later. And this is their Draconic, which is their stout, and this is a rye barrel Draconic. It's an imperial stout aged in seven-year rye barrels, high west seven-year rye, chocolate rye spice and slight toffee. It's 11.6% alcohol by volume. It was bottled 2017. This is bottle number 456 of 588. And the barrel master was Travis Camacho. Now I had Travis and Lauren on the show but uh, two or three years ago when their barley wine won a bronze at the GABF. So when they came on the show and they talked about the Drakes and the barrel aging. Um, super, you know, it, it was back on our old server. So it is, whether it's available or not, I, I really can't tell you right now. I'm, I'm really sorry about that because our old server is, was a piece of shit. <laughs> Pod. The name's Podcast Gar uh, Garden. I call them Podcast Garbage because wow. there was no way we could get our old, uh, like all of our old shit, unless out yeah, and, uh, unless there was a, a glitch in the matrix and it was available for me to actually play it on like my podcast app and record it and then put it on, uh, put it into a, a hard drive and then uploading it again. Oh, so yeah, that's how bad they were. Yeah. But anyway. Enough about the uh, poor, unfortunate cold brew. Let's talk about the fortunate cold brew. And we get to try this 2017 
Drake's Brewing Barrel House Reserve Rye Barrel Draconic. Now, this has a a cork on it. It has one of those cages yeah, on it. Yeah, a traditional champagne cage, yeah. Yeah, is that what it's called? A champagne cage? Well, just a cage, but yeah. they're found on champagne bottles. It is a hey, one... Don't point that cork at me. <laughs> it is a 1.9 fluid ounce bottle, so... And it's got the... Uh, what, would you call that like Wait, a... 1.9 fluid ounce? That's what it's... One point... What, one pint... Oh. <laughs> 1.9 fluid ounce. Oh, but uh, <laughs> would you call this like a, a brandy bottle or um, the shape of the bottle? No, it looks like a champagne bottle. Like a I mean, mini it, one, it, though. Yeah, right? it's a smaller one. All right. Yeah, is it a 500? Wait, what is what is the math on that? It, it doesn't point? give the, the, oh. the milliliters. It just gives the one point. Look, look it up right now. What is it? What, what is 1.9. So 16.9 fluid ounces. Yeah, that's 500. Okay, so, so yeah. 500 milliliter bottle. Yeah. All right. Um, so quick. Hey, real, <laughs> real quick too. Uh, we featured them. We haven't featured Drake in a while. But yeah. Shout out, they're a solid Bay Area um, brewing company. Well, and I had their apocalypse, right? Uh, true. A couple weeks ago, or like a month, a couple months ago. True, true, but but I just want to say how kind of like um, our show started and and, uh, and has grown. Uh, we saw Drake's grow from uh, you know from just the Barrel House by uh, by the Oakland Coliseum, right to uh, to the dealership in downtown Oakland, yeah, which is really cool. And uh, now they have that. It's called uh, the the Barn, and it's in it's in Sacramento. Oh so, yeah, so it's quite a ways for me. However, I it's really nice. It's like a little scene out there. It's like open, you know. Uh, outdoor um, venue yeah. with the you know featuring their beer. Again, like I said, I haven't I haven't been there, but something I definitely would want to check out. See uh, if the, if they're brewing beer there or, or what they're doing. I heard before COVID and stuff, they had events out there. Like really, it was like a, like a nice little venue, uh, like not just a, a beer spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, and from the pictures I've seen, yeah. it looks like. Uh, it's huge. It's bigger yeah. than the other two spots. Bigger oh, than definitely. their original tap room. Bigger yeah. than the dealership in downtown Oakland. It's yeah. just a huge wide open space. Yeah, it, it like seriously, it's like a little farmhouse vibe where like there's nothing else around it except yeah the parking lot, you know. And so yeah, so we, we are sharing the beer. This is the this is the first time we've only done one beer on the show. Usually we have multiple beers, but hey, hold on, I have a surprise later for everybody. Oh, you do? All right, can't wait. Well, it's just me drinking another beer. But <laughs> <laughs> you buried the lead on that. <laughs> no, you didn't bury the lead. You uh, I undersold yeah. some shit. You pulled back the curtain too early. No, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We didn't even talk about this. You, you sprung it. This is a surprise by me or to me anyway. So this is a. Uh, this is Draconic. This is their their Imperial Stout that they usually right. come out. This is a year round, but then they put it on rye barrels. And right. so what you had a sip already. What do you think? Stouty. Yeah. Stouty. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's got to open it up for me to to get the. I'm trying to think because when it comes to the spirits world, uh, rye is not my first call. I, I mean, it just it's a little bit too hot for me. A little too peppery. Okay. Um, oh, I, I get that. I get a lot of that. Yeah. So, with that said, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'll shut. I mean, if you, for those of you that know spirits, I mean, I, I'll mess around with with, with Pikesville. Uh, that, that's a good rye. Uh, yeah. Rittenhouse one hundred. That's a classic one, especially for drinks. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, Manhattan's especially. 
Um, there is a place for rye. It just, uh, I just like the good stuff because there's some harsh, harsh rye up there. Okay, all yeah. right. I, I'm not too familiar with rice. Yeah. This was really good. I mean, can oh, you imagine? Old Forester makes a good rice too. What what this would have tasted like four years ago when it was bottled? Like, so this has been resting for a while. This is pretty smooth. Pretty. Uh, I get a lot of pepperiness, but it's not harsh. Right. I, yeah, I this, get that too. I mean, is. anyway, put it this way: with the second sip, I I'm now uh, differentiating the um, the beer part with the barrel aging. Like mm. I, I'm getting the barrel aging notes now, you know. There's a yeah, I, I get some oak. Yeah, I get a lot of uh, oak in mine, and I don't know if so. In in rye, is it kind of like bourbon where they they char the inside before they before they age it? Yeah, they can. Okay. Yeah, um, you know, bourbon has more rules than rye, so mm. either they can, they can't. They could use a, a barrel that was used for bourbon before. They don't have to use fresh barrels like bourbon. You know? Okay, all right. Now, normally they don't. Normally mm -hmm. they use their own. Um, and High West is a pretty well-known brand, right? I'm sorry, which one? High West, the because that's where they the rye oh, they use. Oh yeah, High West. Yeah, High West has um, what is it? There. I want to call say it's called uh. No, I'm thinking of a different one. <laughs> Okay. Hi West has a one Yippie Kaye. Motherfucker. Yeah, Yippie Kaye. They have um, uh, shoot, it's all like campfire stuff. They have one uh called Boo Rye. Okay. And that's a, a half bourbon, half rye blend. I'm getting some grass notes in this. That's interesting. Yeah, I think it's uh, I don't know. It's kind of like in the finish. Some grassy notes to it. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's yeah, my unsophisticated bourbon palate or yeah. whiskey palate. I'm not sure if it's if it's there. Um, oh, real quick. Uh, High West also has another popular one called the Campfire. Um, the other High West that I was thinking of that uh, it's really popular. It's called a, a Midsummer Night's Dram. Mm. I like that. I really like that. Yeah. So again, High West huge in the in the spirits uh, notoriety. Right. And. Um, What's it called? I'm interested to see how this opens up. Now, me too. You know, I, I did pull this out a little earlier, so it's not going to open too much up. It's not going to open up much, too much more. Okay. Because um, it, it is a... Uh, it is not refrigerated temperature. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's move right along to our beer news. Not too much beer. Well, there's a couple things. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up, and I'm sure you heard about it, is soda beer, or soda is it soda beer or soda alcohol. What would you call it? As far as Jack and Coke. <laughs> no, no, as Jack. by name. <laughs> rum and Coke. If you were to ask me, rum and Coke. No, but. I'm talking about, it, it seems like it was headed this way because we had the seltzers first, right? And then if you just throw a little sugar in there, you get like soda, like hard seltzer soda, right? Hard sodas. Well, we had four loco first. Yeah, all right. Well, that was an energy drink. 
Okay. Um, this is a collaboration between uh, Pepsi Cola and Boston Beer Company. Ooh, Sammy. And it is called Hard Mountain Dew. Nice. So they took Mountain Dew and they threw alcohol into it. So basically, it's not like they threw vodka or rum or gin or anything into. It is like a. It's like Mike's Hard, right? Mike Hard's, right? Mike's Hard Lemonade, right? It's a sweetened um, malt beverage. But this time they sweetened it with Mountain Dew syrup. That's what I'm getting to, but it is sugar-free. Yeah, you're, you're right. It is a sugar-free version. And that kind of makes me want to try it. Because if it was just a regular sugar version, like, you, you've been, so you've been here a couple days now, and you, you've seen in my fridge, most of my shit is, I have the zeros. I have the Dr. Yeah. Pepper Zero, the right. Coke Zero, the Gatorade Zero. Just trying yeah. to cut sugar out. I know, uh, say what you want about diet sodas, yeah. but... You know, I'm just trying to cut sugar out of my diet. So this is, this might... That's exactly what I do. I mean, I I have a sweet tooth, just like, probably worse than the next person. Yeah, However, 99% of the world. Yeah. <laughs> However, yeah, I I do do the, the Coke Zero or Diet Coke just to at least get that out of my diet, you know? Yeah. Because like, shoot. <laughs> if I drank regular sodas, I'd probably... Being a lot worse shape than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You know. And so on August 10th, Boston Beer Company announced a partnership with PepsiCo to launch a 5% ABV non-caffeinated. So it doesn't have caffeine in it. So not like uh, uh. Mountain Dew. So it's non-caffeinated. Flavored malt beverage. They're version. just dragging the good name of Mountain Dew through the mud <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, called Hard Mountain Dew, set to debut early 2022 hard mountain dew will be manufactured by boston beer company which also produces flavored malt beverages including truly hard seltzer and twisted tea but will be distributed by a new business entity within pepsi the line will launch with floor floor four flavors original black cherry watermelon and a fourth to be named soon so this deal signals several major developments in the alcoholic beverage industry namely that market is increasing connected with soft drinks energy drinks and other traditionally non-alcoholic products those segments have been in flux for some time as traditional sodas and juice sales have declined soft drink companies have diversified their businesses with sparkling water energy drinks and sport drink offerings and recently alcohol so this is bullshit. So now, watch Red Bull and fucking Monster and Rain and Bank all come out with their own flavored malt beverages, right? Yeah. So then that's bullshit because they made Four Loco change. So is Four Loco going to come out with their original formula again? You know, I bet that would blow up kind of like Zima. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm just saying... Uh, remember when they re-released Zima not a couple years ago? Yeah, it was a. It seemed like it was one of those seasonal releases, right. and it might come back every every other year. No, every but other people season. went crazy for it. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, I 
I don't know. Dude, I, I'm just not a fan of, of the energy drink alcohol s- scene. Okay. You know, and that's just from killing a Red Bull and, like, actually starting to feel it in my chest. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, is my heart <laughs> in overdrive right now? Yeah. So, I am curious of this Mountain Dew stuff. However, if they're doing legit pre-made alcohol energy drinks ready to consume, I, I think I'm going to I'm gonna pass on that. All right, but yeah. I mean, I could see it just going back to that, and I think it's bullshit because they made four lo- locos stop. Right, exactly. Yeah. However, um, what, what's the ABV though? Right? Wasn't that the, one of the issues with four loco? Oh, what was the ABV of four loco? I think they were like nines. They Holy were like shit. nine. They okay. were above nine. All right. So, I think this is like a five. Yeah, yeah. Center. Yep. So, I don't know. It's. It's shooting yourself with a smaller gun. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what's happening. And the, that was the biggest news story right now this week. Without you know, stepping on your, your beer list story. Yeah. Again, it's like I'm not a fan of uh, trading off an established name already. You know what I mean? And I said that with the seltzers. It's yeah. Like, you know, you don't need Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light is Bud Light. You know, or Coors Light, Coors the Light Edge, yeah. or whatever they call it. What the fuck they want to call it now? Is it pure? Is that- edge. I think oh. it was called Edge. That was their whatever. seltzer. But no, but, but I understand. Oh, oh. What you're saying, though, is Bud Light's already established brand. So then you're saying Bud Light Seltzer is yeah. just dil- diluting that brand name. Right. Whereas at least Coors is, is coming out with a different brand name. Right. Or like, okay. uh, you know, like truly owned by Sam Adams. Yeah, so it's not they're like, not calling it Sam Adams Seltzer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, right. they're owned by a Boston Beer Company. That's a different... Oh, okay. A little bit different. Okay. Boston Beer Company Seltzer. <laughs> but they're not calling it ABN Bev Seltzer. Well, does it? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just... But an established brand. I, right. I know what you're saying. I'm just yeah. making a joke. Like, even... um, Shoot, that new... uh, Well, I don't know how old it is, but it seemed to book up. That Topo Chico. Oh, the, the, dude, they're coming out with their own fucking... No, they got... Yeah. Heart seltzer now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like... But, <laughs> the chicken or the egg, right? Which one came first? <laughs> that should be what it is, you know? Kind of like even... I mean, not to call them out. Uh, I like Firestone, but 805 Cerveza, I thought they should have kind of... Uh, Give it a different name. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know? is, is it a, is it their Blondale or is it a lager? I believe it is a lager. Then, yeah, yeah they definitely should have came out with a different name. Yeah. Like, Ocho Cero Cinco. There you go. <laughs> uh, or no, it'd be Ocho Ciento. Ocho Ciento Cinco. But still, I, I see what you mean. They, yeah. yeah, they shouldn't take a otherwise established name yeah. and dilute it by adding a different twist on it. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm in agreement. I and I get it. Even if, in a marketing standpoint, it would make sense. Because what if it fails? Then you're you're actually fucking up your original brand that you already established that people love. Right. Yeah. Like the Topo Chico thing. I, I know people at work who like to drink those seltzer waters, and they love Topo Chico. Yeah. As their their number one like carbonated water oh yeah i i've had a few i've never had one. Oh, try one okay they're, they're super because that's what for, people tell me for me what i like about them is yeah. 
they're really really fizzy they're really like the bubbles stay mm. and like you could drink like a, a big bottle of it and um yeah it, it's still bubbly at the very end i mean oh okay yeah, yeah. It, it's crisp clean water is you know as good as it's gonna be yeah but but yeah people who drink like you know there's san pellegrino there's uh perrier but they always right. tell me to- Topo Chico has like, it's better than any other seltzer they've ever had. It's a nice one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't dabbled enough to say it's better. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice and I like it because it really stays carbonated. Okay. All right. Right on. All right. So you know what time it is? I believe I do. Time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. So let me ask you this. Hmm. What's probably one of the biggest annual releases in beer? Ooh, the one nationwide, of the nationwide. Because I don't annual releases in beer. I don't need you to say Dark Lord. <laughs> now that'd be the Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout on Black Friday. Right. And the reason why I brought it up is because this week the variants were revealed. Yes, they were, and I saw it, and I'm... I'll talk about when we get through it. Go ahead. Okay. So, first question, or first offering, according to this list, Mm -hmm. is the Bourbon County Cherrywood Stout. Okay. Okay, so the description is 14.3% ABV. Mm Mm-hmm. Honeycomb-shaped cherrywood chips were used in the finishing process to achieve fruity cherry and toffee flavors. Now, let me say this real quick. The honeycomb shape is the he- probably the hexagon, which right. is six a sided. yeah six yeah. sided and in it is a natural shape. So I, I kind of like that because yeah. it, it has a lot of surface area. Right. To, yeah, to I the, think the, it's surface area. Yeah. And so I kind of like that, but cherry wood. I mean, would it? Was cherry wood really achieve cherry flavors or is it like woody flavors or maybe both? Who knows? Right. I mean, well, you're already aging. I'm assuming they're aging it in the barrel while the yeah. barrel is aging. Right. So I don't know if it's just going to be a sweeter wood to, to extract some flavor from that. Maybe might people think it's cherry-esque, but I don't know to get like the true cherry flavor yeah from the wood it, that doesn't make sense you know right yeah. people don't people use lemon and lemon zest they don't use lemon wood you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that that's hilarious yeah you're right so i mean i i like it because it just seems like a, a a way to change it up a little bit however mm-hmm. I, I question whether the effect is from the wood or if uh I don't know. That's calm out. But if there's going to be a little adjunct. Now, as far as I know, unless they change, but usually Goose Island teams up with like a a big bourbon um, producer like Heaven Hill. Well, yeah. The thing is, um, as far as I know, they haven't really released that detail for a while. You know, the Heaven Hill. Oh, a couple of years ago, they, they, I remember they said they use a lot of Heaven Hills in uh, there. Well, because I remember last year they had a... The, of the regular stout, they had some uh, like secret bottles or bottles that were stamped with, with uh, brewery specific or not distiller specific 
barrels. Right, yeah. They, yeah. That was like some of their variants, like the uh, the top notch, like the Knob Creek and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Uh, if you if you took a regular a regular bourbon kind of oh, rock, that's right. If you, if you looked at the I, label, I forgot about next that. The, yes, yeah, it would be like Buffalo Trace. It was, I think it was Buffalo Trace, Heaven Hill, and I want to say Basil Hayden. I might be wrong. Yeah. However, that's the that's kind of what I'm going with on that. You're right. But yeah, you're right. Because I remember that one. Oh shoot, I can't think of it now. But the one that was Larceny Coburn, like they specifically put Larceny logo on it. Okay. All right. Yeah. And yeah, they adopt Creek, and then last year they got the Weller. I mean, that I was, think there was an Eagle, right? Eagle Rare. I'm yeah. Not sure. That might have been the proprietor. Might have been the Eagle Rare. Okay. I, I thought there was. Uh, for those of you listening in the background, that is thunder rolling through right now. Yes. All right, it's go ahead. Another stormy, hot ass day. <laughs> Very humid. Yes. Um, next one is the Bourbon County Reserve One Fifty Step. Ooh, all right. Now expect notes of chocolate, vanilla, coconut, molasses, almond, berry, and oak in the stout. Aged in one year. In Old Forester's 150th anniversary bourbon barrels. Wow. Now what's, the, for- what's the ABV on this one? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 15.60%. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, <laughs> dude, what do I want to say? Okay, Old Forester, they, uh, they're a big name in, in yeah. the spirits world. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're more known for their, uh, it's called the, the birthday bourbon. However, the, the the 150 is right there too. Okay, all right. Now, uh, for those of you that might be at a, a a bottle shop or you know place with with whiskey, mm-hmm. um, I would recommend Old Forester uh, their Prohibition style. I believe it's uh, 1920. Okay, it, it's a high proof bourbon. It's a hundred 115 proof, uh, so it's got some kick, but it's really nice. It's a really nice bourbon. It's a good brand to uh, to collab with. Very cool. I've All never right. had the 150, and I never had the birthday, uh, but they are, you know, they are whales in the, in the the bourbon world. Very nice. Goose Island knows how to bring them in. They do. Next, next is the Bourbon County Double Barrel Toasted Barrel Stout. <laughs> okay. 16.0 percent ABV. Oof. Aged one year in Elijah Craig's small batch bourbon barrels, then one more year in Elijah Craig toasted bourbon barrels. Oh shit! This stout has a deeper intensity with flavors of toasted marshmallow and fruity oak finish. So, wow, this is two years in the making. This one. Yes. Wow, that's cool. I actually have a bottle of the Elijah Craig toasted. I haven't opened it yet. Okay. I'm gonna try it. Uh, toasted is good. I think that's gonna be one of the next uh, big styles of spirits. Why is that? Uh, just because it's a new way to change it up. Okay. You know, it's kind of like. But what what's the toasted mean though? They they char the barrel more. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. There, there's a, like there's a whole char rating and degree and stuff like that with the toasted barrel. Again, it's the it's the barrel conditioning the barrel to to age the product. <laughs> Slight tangent. Tomorrow at my daughter's birthday party, mm-hmm. ask her for a roasted marshmallow. Mm. Yeah. Good. It's Did good. you just roll out on the sidewalk? <laughs> it's not gonna be that hot tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be hotter in Sacramento tomorrow yeah. than it is in Phoenix. Uh, Did she put it in the in the toaster? No, nah, we have okay. to wait and see. All right. All right. 
All right, next. Here we go. Uh, 15.4% ABV. Yeah. The Bourbon County Reserve Latin Stout. Ooh, does it come with a little horsey on the bottle? I think it does. <laughs> it better. Let me look at the picture. Because of the donkey. No, there's no horsey on the bottle. Boo. Right. After 18 months of aging in Blanton's original single barrel burp. Yeah. Single barrel burp. Jeez. Single barrel bourbon barrels. Yep. This stout has rich dark chocolate and oak notes with hints of clove, nutmeg, and cinnamon. Hmm. Now, I have a love-hate relationship with Blanton's. What is that? Okay, it's a nice bourbon. However, yeah. it's overrated. It's hard to get. Too many people pose with it. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I have a bottle. I have, I think I probably have two bottles. But, um, I don't know. It's it's cool. <laughs> but, uh, um, but at the same time, yeah. I, it, it is really cool that, um, you know, another co-brand, big name, uh, whiskey that they're, uh, that they're in with. For, oh, for, for, the blends, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for Bourbon County. Right. You know, um, cause yeah, as far as I know, I mean, th- shoot, I, I don't know what the distribution is going to be. Like, is this going to be as big as the Weller from last year or whatnot? However, yeah. um. In the whiskey world, Blanton's is one of the, one of the, um, like I said, one of the whales that everyone looks for, and it's by region. Yeah, I mean, I, I live in California. It's it's kind of hard to get. It might be a little bit easier out here. You know, people in the Midwest, you know, they could walk into probably any freaking uh, liquor store down there and get it no problem too. So right. It just a, uh, it's just the whole distribution thing and uh yeah i mean blanton's is really good product however the um what do i say the 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 way people have uh have hoarded it and uh what's it called i guess uh hyped it up is kind of turned me off to it okay all right i get it and they see it like well, the first time i well not the first time i saw it but one of the more widespread times I saw it was in forgot which John Wick movie it was because I saw all three of them like in a row so it kind of blends it was either part two or part three and he was sitting there and I'm like oh shit that's Blanton's because I saw the little horsey on the bottom yeah and so it, it, it got a lot of fame so I get it I, I get where you're coming from so I get the love hate relationship uh, with Blanton's alright what's next now here's one it's called the Bourbon County 14 Stout. The ABV is TBD. Okay. Um, so rye adds this stout's spicy character. Or rye adds to this stout's spicy character. Yeah. For a sweet balance, for a sweet balance, brewers also use classic bark, cocoa nibs, uh, vanilla sugar, and coconut water. In parentheses, available only in Chicago. Huh. Fucking bastards. I know, right? Panela sugar, isn't that the, the... Is that the same sugar they use in Mexican coffee? Oh, I have no idea. Well, I'm looking at that up real quick. 
Are we recording? Yes. Okay. Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm going to hit the last one. The Proprietor's Bourbon County Stout. Yeah. Again, TBD, ABV. Uh, this beer is inspired by strawberry ice cream bars and strawberry shortcake made with strawberries, vanilla, and coconut. Hmm. Strawberry, yeah. Mm. Is he the guy who got the hookup on weed? I think so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, panela sugar is um, unrefined whole cane sugar, typical of Central and Latin America, and it is used in Mexican um, coffee. I thought it sounded familiar. All right, so going back um, real quick, yeah, the traditional regular um, bourbon candy stout, the, the, the regular one, not the variants, it's going right. to be about 14% ABV. And yeah, they're aged. They're aged from about eight to fourteen months in barrels from Heaven Hill, Wild Turkey, and Buffalo Trace. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. Those uh, are some good ones. And there's one more. The one that is getting a lot of buzz, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bourbon County Classic Cola Stout. This is crazy. Yeah, fourteen point one percent ABV. Uh huh. Says pushing the boundaries. Of barrel aged stouts in our, is our in our DNA, and with and what we brought to life is our first ever cola inspired variant. Brewers Paul Cade and Jason Krasowski, I think that's how you say it, bonded over their love for classic cola while creating the classic cola stout, combining the refreshing nature of classic cola and picking up the flavor profile from whisk from a whiskey cola. We added lime and orange zest. Plus coriander, uh, cassia bark, that's how you say it, nutmeg, brown sugar, and vanilla to bring out the complex complex characters of the classic drink. This is the ultimate twist on a whiskey cola and a must try for bourbon county or cola whiskey cola lovers. Interesting. This is going to be the number one. This is going to be the most wanted one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, prop is always number one like every year because they it usually they brew less of it so sadly it might be the well <laughs> you this know you get yeah. like strawberry though you look at the rare ones oh yeah yeah the, the, yeah, the proprietors always seems to be dessert based yeah you know they had the bananas foster they had um was it that i don't even know how to say it the bramble the bramble okay. variant I've, I've never had it so oh I think I have one. I've never wow. opened. Yeah. All right, dude. No, next time you come back to the where we're, we're, I don't know. We'll do a vert or something. I don't know. I I, I got to move some beer. I, okay. I got way too much beer sitting around. Right on. Hoarding it like like it was Blanton's. Yeah. I <laughs> know. <laughs> that's the. Thing. I think the Blanton's one's gonna be the 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 one everyone asked for just because it's a Blanton's. It's a it's a well known bourbon. Right. Yeah. Right. I see. I, I I don't know. I I think I think cola is gonna be the number one this year. Well, it all depends on what's out there. You know what I mean? And I gotta hats off to Goose Island because they could have went with their their wheat wine, which was really good the last couple of years, and their what was the other one that was uh, I thought was awesome. Well, the coffee. I love coffee. Yeah, I was about to say um, very conspicuous is that there's not a coffee one in the lineup this year. Yeah, and, and they went with the Earl Grey last year. They didn't do it again yeah. this year, so they're really trying to experiment with their 
They're stouts. Yeah. Obviously, the base Bourbon County brand stout is going to be the most readily available. Probably going to be, if you pay more than 15 bucks a bottle, you're, you're a sucker. 15? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. just saying, like, it really should be around 10. Right. Yeah. So if you're paying any more than 15, you're a sucker. That, that's all. That's all I mean, because, like, maybe you, you get it at a spot where, like, it's a non-craft beer spot. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So other than that, um, well, I'm guessing maybe the, the prop prop is usually about, like, what, 50 or 60 bucks a bottle? No, oh, I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I, never, I never bought it, so yeah. I had no idea. No. I, I couldn't tell you. That. Okay. And then I, but, but I bought like uh, the rare for like 60 bucks a bottle, but there's yeah. no rare this year. There's no, like, except for Blanton's, there's really no marquee name for any of the bottles, right? The Old Forester. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Old Forester. I'm glad. Well, see, you're, you're a Burma guy, so I don't know that. Right. I didn't know that. I just thought it was a, uh, uh. A run of the not run of the mill, but at least a uh, um, a more common. Right. So or Forster is yeah, one fiftieth, right? Yeah, hundred fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there you go. So yeah, what would you expect to pay for that old Forester? Like twenty five for a bottle? Uh, just 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 rub, just a guess the yeah, yeah yeah. I would think that would be the the twenty five. Um, that would be a higher ticket one. Like, if I remember last year, there was like three tiers. Okay, there was the, yeah, the, the price points, right? Yeah, for, yeah. there was the regular one, which was about twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Then like the step up was like I want to say sixteen ninety nine. All right. And then the yeah the higher one was like twenty one or twenty two ninety nine. Okay. The, All right. the more rare one. Yeah, so yeah. that would be in the higher tier if you're getting that one at MSRP. You know, because <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. There's there's liquor stores and stuff that. They know they only get one case of it, and they know that's probably the only case they're gonna get. Right. So bam, they're they're asking twenty five, twenty eight bucks a bottle, and they'll get it. I mean, yeah. long story short. So yeah, because it's cheaper than buying it from a secondary market, right? Or a beer mule. Yeah, and they're kind of a, they're kind of a, you know, halfway into the secondary market. Can you blame them though? No. You can't. Yeah, not really, because someone's gonna buy it. Someone out there is gonna buy it. Hey, people are jacking up Arizona iced tea. <laughs> supposed to be 99 cents, right? Right on the can. But no. They're, they're selling for $1.29. Yeah, they want $1.29. It <laughs> reminds me of when uh, iTunes went from 99 to 129. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 30 cents more. What's, what's the big deal? Yeah. Anyway. All right, man. Cool. I, I as, as much as like beard news talk shit about ABM, they still buy a fucking. Perman County brand stuff. Oh yes. Yes. Yes, you do. How's it, how's this beer, man? How what would you think? Like I'm done with mine. I fucking loved it, dude. I thought this was great. This is one of the best fucking. Oh, we don't have more. No, oh. I, I, I poured it even amount. We're done. Oh, okay. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know if either the like a, a true rye like taste mm-hmm. is just. Being overpowered by the by the um, by the beer, or the um, it, it's uh, I'm just you know uh, acclimated to it if you will. yeah yeah um, I, I do get the uh, the the barrel aging notes so I'm not saying it, it I, I taste the alcohol but I do taste the, the extra kick 
And uh, yeah, it's a great stout too. I mean, oh, Drake Carnegie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's good. Maybe we haven't had it on the show or mentioned it enough, but Drake Carnegie just itself, uh, it's up there. Hopefully, I mean, the uh, the the this Valley of the Sun gets some Drake Carnegie soon because we've only had the uh, the Naganizer and the Apocalypse right now. Those are the only two that have come through. So, Drake Draconic is their Imperial Stout, and it is a fantastic stout. Um, you might not get the 2017 rye barrel aged one, but um, when it comes out here eventually, you're gonna love Draconic. is is really good. Drake's is such a great brewery. What's so, what's the name of the um the Charlie regular, Roger? No, the regular um, Draconic barrel aged. Don't they have a special name for it? Oh, I don't think so. If, if they do, I, I don't remember. Look it up right now. It's got the the black duck on it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm trying to look up. Let's see. Draconic. Because I know I have a bottle. There's Draconic. There's a black label Draconic. That's it. Black label. Okay. All right. Draconic. 2017 and rye uh, it's not even on what what the fuck i don't think it's here rye barrel age draconic there's only one entry i don't even know if it's the exact one. Oh, it says 11.6 so this might be it and there's only 83 check-ins right now this has to be a, yeah. Here's the uh, write-up on Untapped. Our lovely High West seven-year rye whiskey barrels held onto a batch of Draconic Imperial Stout for eight months, and has thus turned into a new permutation. Rye Draconic has a pitch black color and a round, thick body, and begins. Ooh, hey now, what's up, round, thick body? Thick spelled with two C's, by the way. Um, and begins with a less chocolate aroma and flavor, almost like cocoa powder. Over time, the flavors meld into a spicy caramel with cinnamon tones and a mild flavor of dark fruit throughout. A formidable strength, but only gently warm. And the flavor is a rich burnt sweetness that fades into a dryness quickly. Wow, that's... uh it's a mouthful. Um, yeah, so we are going to rate this beer. What would you like to rate this beer at? Uh, I think I'm going to give it a, a 3.75. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I am classifying it super special. And, well, not just stout. And not just an imperial stout. Not just barrel age. Yeah. Rye barrel age. <laughs> and not everyone can get it right now. Right. And it's four years ago. Exactly. And, you know, it's. I was going to give it a four and a half. Yeah. I really like this one. I thought this one is fucking excellent. But since you're going to give it a 375, I'm going to give it four and a half. I'm going to cut it in the middle and give it a just a four. It sounds good. I get it. Because it's, uh, it's a car combined score. You can't. You can't double entry. Right. So is it going to be a combined score? Right now is an overall check-in of 4.21. Yeah. 
so it is just slightly lower than everyone else but not too much uh lower um now i was gonna say smooth but i think that's unfair because this is a four-year age beer yeah um but i i do agree that it is there's a lot of chocolate notes in it dark chocolate um there is a little spiciness to it would would you call it sweet I, i don't think it's sweet at all yeah Is, is is spice fair or is it a is it more of a um like bitterness i get i, I mean i get it i get what you're saying i get i do get sweet notes is what i'm trying to say okay you I, do i'm not saying it's predominantly sweet here you have a little bit more of it all right there, there's sweetness into it but there's also just the natural bitterness of, of the stout Right, yeah, 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 yeah. There's always that. There's yeah. always that ashiness, bitterness. But I'm getting more of the roasty than the sweet. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe I got the sweet half. All right. All right, Stan. All right. I, I, I see what you mean. There is a little sweetness to it, but I think it, it's, it gets overridden by the, the bitterness. You're right. I, I'm more... Uh, the bitterness has a, a bigger impression than the sweetness. Okay, I'm just saying that there's sweetness there, right? And there's a there's a, there's a little. I think maybe the sweetness comes from the the barrel. It could. The I, I get I, I get a lot of barrel notes to it, like a like a woodiness, like a a pulp almost. Hmm. All right. So, uh, w- what notes should we leave it then? Based on what you you think and based on what I've said, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you control what what I type. I just want to say like a what say a a a bolder aged stout. Bolder aged, perfect. I love it. I I love it because it really took a lot of it took. A profile of the the, the barrel aging right. a, as it uh, aged in the bottle. Who knows what it would have tasted like when we it, when I first got this? Maybe it would have tasted the same. Who, who fucking knows? Because we we don't have that uh we don't have that luxury. Right. Check in. It has an overall rating right now of four point two one. And there you go. So it's been a while since uh so since we've done this face to face. Um I love it, man. Oh, it's yeah. great and and I know we've Flashback. we've <laughs> but speaking of flashbacks, what, what were some of your memories from the, the early days from when we used to do this in the same room? Oh, um <laughs> you always complaining about my coughs. My my <laughs> my just random sounds. What about the uh, um, prep in I, the room? Man, I miss being able to do the uh, or oh, the the share the swap whatever the swap not not just the swap but the to be able to do like the uh, the taste tests. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the little contests or yeah, the little... or the yeah, the, remember the uh, just to rank them. 
Like we, right. we get like a certain style. Well, get yeah. five different ones and rank them from well, one to five. We tried to guess which was which. Oh my god, that, that was, was the worst. Yeah, that was terrible. So like, <laughs> right, let's just see what we like the best. That was her. That was the, like the. That was our Hindenburg show. Yeah. It was just a fucking disaster. <laughs> we we didn't guess one. Shout out to the Happy Craftsman for trying to do the same fucking thing with the summer beers. Oh. <laughs> it was great, man. I listened to that episode and I thought it was hilarious because. Eddie was like, oh, I've been drinking Natterdays all day. And and he, when they got to the Natterdays one, because they, they had their wives bring their beers in, right? They they had a little help. Oh, okay. And when they got to the one that ended up being Natterdays, they were describing Natterdays in their fucking taste, but they didn't guess that one. <laughs> I was cracking up as I, I was listening to it. But it remi- And then it reminded me of the episode that we did. Well, we try to guess the beers. It was a five of them. It was like like Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light. Um, what was it? Corona and it was, it was five of them. Was it regular Budweiser? It might have been. I don't yeah. know. It like if podcast garbage would ever release our fucking shows, like we can get all of our shows onto Podbean, and then all of our listeners go back and listen to. Uh, you know what? Really, you've been constant throughout this whole fucking thing. I've been really, like, I was very naive in the beginning. I could try to start a podcast tomorrow and probably be more naive than you. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, I, but how long have you been doing this? I mean, yeah, as far as My palate was so simple, it, yeah. though. That's what I mean. Yeah. So. But, yeah, how it works and what. Well, that's another thing, too. I mean, had you have known, maybe you would have planned ahead and saved everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah, and I'm not calling you out for not doing it. I, did I mean, I tried, yeah. but then like my my hard drive started getting full, and yeah. like I didn't think about yeah. buying a, a external hard drive, and I didn't know how to do it, and I should have, I really should have, and then we could have had all our 340. Well, this be this 345. Oh, nice. <laughs> a lot of fucking shows, man. We've done a lot of shows. They all blended together and. Man, if I had saved those, like, sometimes I wish, like, I would remember a lot of shit. Like, maybe if I wrote stuff down, like, I could do a best of show and we, we could take a couple weeks off. <laughs> but whatever. I've been having fun. And really, like, when, when I talk to this, sh- when I talk to people about our show, uh, my favorite thing is it keeps you and I connected because you live in California, I live out in Arizona. So, at least if anything, um, even like if we labor through the show, at least I get to talk to you about your daughter and your family and how everything's going out there. No, th- that's true. I mean, we we text regularly on, during the week, but it, yeah, it's mostly jokes. Yeah, shit. it's mostly jokes and just <laughs> a quick question here or there, nothing too in depth. But yeah, I mean, I mean, especially I mean, pulling back the curtain a little bit more is like, uh, you know, after the show we'll talk a little bit or just uh, whatever. Uh, Keep the spitballing or share ideas about Drink beer. what we could do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So this is great. Uh, I've had a great time. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah, and me too. I mean, except for the heat, this is a great trip. <laughs> and the the humidity, right? Especially right now because there's a storm rolling through. Right. Hold on. Let me see. See how the storm's going. Yep. 100% rain. 100% chance of rain right now. 
All right, thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is... Sorcerer Clement. And we like to wish you cheers. Until next time. Just let's drink crap beer. Let's drink crap beer and get high, get high, get high, get high. Let's drink crap beer. Let's drink crap beer and get high, get high, get high, get high. Drunk and dangerous. Ain't too many can't drink with us. Leave another podcast in the dust while you sitting crap beer in a party bus. Y'all pouring us, stumbling and fumbling. Every single show y'all mumbling. We just sitting here stacking wins. High off that of bulls and beer drinking. So much glass and aluminum. We need a larger recycle bin, homie. If you do. How we do, you still only be number two Been in the game since we had two Look at all the beer that we reviewed Been around half as long as you But got twice as many shows than you We got beer news and interviews And four high brews, we got beer coos Our cold brew is strictly fame No aspirations to quit the game Drink your beer, untap it Grab your phone, download it Choose your beer, pick the right one So many styles, y'all select one All these ideas, I got select one